0: Shamai, and welcome to Young, Female and Opinionated. My name is Poppy. And I'm Maisie. And we are both 16 year olds from Wales who are young, female, and most certainly very opinionated.
1: Young people are perceived as many different things
0: from the classic raging drug addict to future world leaders only on weekdays. Poppy, I really hope your mum's not listening. Um, anyway,
1: <laughs> moving on. Yeah.
0: Um, as young people who are both rather politically active um, and engaged, we hope that we come across as potential world leaders. Yes, not only future
1: world leaders, though Poppy, but leaders of today. I hope.
0: Absolutely, and despite this, we still face a lot of expectations that can make us feel a little bit uncomfortable. And we find some of them quite comical, actually, the expectations of us as young women. We definitely do. <laughs> they, they are such a large range and today we are very excited to share these with you. So, as I just mentioned, we are quite vocal and active teens and we like to think that we're perceived as quite sensible, Um, but with this comes a lot of pressure.
1: Yeah, pressure from our friends, our family,
0: our schools and society as a whole. Absolutely, and it can be quite overwhelming. And for me personally, I don't know about you, Maisie, but a big everyday expectation is that I'm I'm expected to have an established and passionate opinion about absolutely everything everything yes and it's so difficult sometimes like we
1: mentioned in our first podcast we may not know everything but we're going to try to be informed and you know I've been interviewed before and I've not known the answer to a question Mm -hmm. and I'm not afraid to answer with that as an individual but for some people it's quite difficult to admit that
0: you don't know it really is and I find especially as 16 year olds I can sometimes feel a little bit out of my depth and I a lot like a lot of young people I'm still not at the point where I can be like listen I'm sorry I I have absolutely no clue what you're on about. Yeah, it's
1: hard. You know, we are expected to know everything and, you know, we're still young. We're, we're children. Quite literally children. So it's really, really difficult. And another thing that I find really difficult is that I'm always expected to be smiley and positive. Oh,
0: absolutely. And
1: frankly, sometimes
0: I'm not very smiley. <laughs> it's true. We're both quite loud and quite, you know, smiley, happy people. We have a presence. We do. And I think sometimes that can be taken for granted a little bit. Sometimes when I walk into school and I, you know, didn't have a very good night's sleep or I just do not want to be in physics, (laughs) everyone is often a little bit surprised. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, my face hurts from smiling too much. Yeah, and I
1: feel like if you don't smile, people question it a little bit too much. You know, I might just be tired. (laughs) Yeah, there
0: always has to be an underlying issue. Yeah, my dog might have woken me up too early. (laughs) Exactly. A range of
1: reasons not to be smiley and positive and to not be friendly. Yeah. Frankly, I'm not always in the mood to deal with people, (laughs) (laughs) especially early in the morning. (laughs) But we are always expected to be friendly and polite and to agree with everything. And I don't know about you, but I'm not the type to agree with everyone on everything. Uh Uh-huh. If I've got if I've got a disagreement, <laughs> someone <laughs> <Exactly>. will know. Exactly, <laughs> and
0: I think as young women in the room, we are expected to almost be grateful to be there, so I think people do expect us to, you know, agree and be like, yes, I'm so happy to be here, thank you so much. They don't expect us to turn around and be like, actually, I'm not a fan of what you're doing, you know, I'm not impressed. And then I think when we do that it really adds depth to when we are happy because like we said before we have an important voice and you know to be respected with that we can't keep it at one note all the time that's just not human
1: yeah and i guess that view is kind of ingrained in us isn't it as as a society i guess women like you said should feel lucky to be there and i think that's wrong um i really do because obviously as women we are strong and yes (laughs) um, and we have our own views and we shouldn't be expected to agree with everyone on everything
0: we do and i do think that ties in with being friendly because often if you disagree too much and you cause a bit of a fuss you're not seen to be as friendly and i think as a young woman there is a lot of pressure on me to be friendly and to be best friends of everyone and that can just be impossible and i know you just like me love to cause a fuss (laughs) oh i do
1: (laughs) but you know even if we do disagree you're right sometimes we're expected to limit our disagreement and we're expected to maybe stop at a certain point when that shouldn't happen i mean if i've got something to say i promise you i'm gonna (laughs) say it no matter who it's
0: to definitely and it has definitely gotten better that expectation expectation has lowered but like we said there's a lot of work to do because we are still feeling it social
1: media plays a huge part in both of our lives and i'd say we've both got a pretty good presence on mm-hmm. social media but with this comes a lot of pressure you know we're expected to tweet about everything post about everything as soon as it happens and it's not that easy
0: it's really not i feel like there's a lot of expectation to be on social media 24 7 but then not to be obsessed with social media
1: our generation is notoriously you know spending too much time <laughs> on their phones definitely and it's difficult and you know i I've had spells where you know maybe I've not felt great and I haven't been as active on mm-hmm. Twitter or anything, and people have actually asked me like, "Where are you? Why aren't you tweeting?" And I get quite offended and I get quite annoyed actually okay. because you know they don't understand what's going on in my life
0: yes the same thing has happened to me even with something as trivial as if I go to the gym someone's like oh I didn't know you were there you didn't post it on your snapchat story and I can sometimes be like whoa hold up (laughs) I didn't realize I was a meant to talk about everything but then also you are expected to and it can be really conflicting especially with political issues because you want to be vocal but then you can't say exactly what you're feeling in 140 characters on Twitter it's such a difficult situation Situation to be in as a young person I think.
1: Yeah and I mean even stuff like parties you know Mm -hmm. if you talk about a party they're like I didn't see that you were there okay well maybe I just didn't take as many pictures of everybody else I'm sorry okay Mm -hmm. and you know that can have a detrimental effect on our well-being I mean when people have asked me in the past you know where are your tweets I feel like telling them exactly where they are you know (laughs) (laughs) they're in my tears. (laughs) Um, Gosh (laughs) Maisie. This is getting deep
0: sorry. (laughs) But But, yeah it is like that. It's
1: irritating it's frustrating when people ask for something you know we shouldn't be expected to be so present on social mm-hmm. media.
0: It definitely is. And I feel like social media, I know everyone says this, but it does affect your being. And even though we say this, not a lot happens. I can have a detox from Snapchat from like two hours and people will be like, are you okay? Where have you gone? And I just sometimes feel like I need a break, but I think we're expected to be who we are on social media all of the time. And whilst you know you try to show your true self you just can't be that person behind a screen in person 24 7 it can be exhausting
1: absolutely and I mean we are both very bubbly we are people <laughs> and it's difficult sometimes to convey that on social
0: media Definitely. I mean everybody
1: always says you can't really read the tone of a text and it's mm-hmm. the same with posts and you know it's it's almost like a mask isn't it social media and I know you know lots of generations complain about social media and complain about our overuse of. yeah but right now we're complaining too because we find it difficult to keep up we find it difficult to showcase our real emotions through social media
0: we do definitely and I found especially as I've gotten older throughout high school trying to show almost who I am on social media has become almost impossible because you want to be opinionated but then you don't want to be too opinionated for Instagram or or you want to post a really good selfie but then you're like is this going to change the way some of the adults i work with perceive me and there's so much to think about you know what, poppy
1: i don't even know who i am so <laughs> i don't know who i'm posting about half the time we're on
0: a path of self-discovery here <laughs> we
1: really are and you know what that brings me to my next thing <laughs> over lockdown i found that as a sort of self-discovery journey and i actually did take a break from social media yes. for a few days it wasn't necessarily a break but what i did i turned the notification. Notifications off for my Mm. social media apps and so I was still active but only when I wanted to be. I found myself jumping at my phone anytime it made a sound because I felt like I needed to answer Uh somebody's message and taking, you know, a few days out just without those notifications, it was so refreshing and I Mm. found that I I felt so much better after it because I didn't have to be on my phone all the time.
0: I can imagine because there is almost a pressure that you put yourself under to reply to people's messages. You don't want people to feel like you're ignoring them you want people to feel almost involved in your life I feel like that comes from my parents yeah. at me when I don't respond to their yes. And them yes
1: no, seriously you know like that that detox I did call it yeah. a social media detox <laughs> it was so refreshing and I do it again and maybe I should actually now that we're back in school <laughs>
0: and exactly and going back to school with social media hand in hand can be very stressful because as proactive young people we're expected to get a lot of work done at an incredibly fast pace and whilst personally i want to do everything possible sometimes my mum or my friends just need to say to me poppy you're doing too much
1: You know what, on our first day of school this year, we got asked about our career prospects and I literally wrote everything (laughs) because I do want to do everything. Exactly. And you know what, you and I, we're probably the busiest kids in Newport, aren't we? (laughs) I mean, we've got so much on, our weeks consist of everything. We're
0: out and about. (laughs) Um, We're
1: expected to work a lot and we do work a lot. We do, definitely. We do enjoy our time off as well.
0: Yes, and I feel like, especially when you work with adults, sometimes it can be forgotten that you are a young person and that you do want to balance your social life a little bit as well i find myself sat in mcdonald's with my friends checking through my gmail um which i only realized recently wasn't a completely normal teenage thing to do you know
1: what when i say i email people my friends get so confused <laughs> <laughs> that's seen as an adult thing to do it and, really I mean, we email is. each other all the time <laughs> we do
0: <laughs> it's one of our favorite pastimes <laughs> it's quite sad actually <laughs> i bet but, you didn't no, expect no. that of us <laughs> Ha <laughs> I keep saying this and I don't know if you have noticed yet but me and Maisie are quite vocal and loud people.
1: Absolutely hence why we're doing a podcast. <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> it would be slightly awkward otherwise <laughs> um, but because of that there is a big expectation for us to start the conversation whether that be starting a political debate or whether that be going up to the new person in school and introducing ourselves.
1: Yeah absolutely I'm seen as quite an approachable person
0: <laughs> <strangely>. well <laughs> I try to be. I don't (laughs) know how to break this to you
1: (laughs) but you know that that comes with a lot of pressure you know i'm expected to say hello as soon as i walk into the room and Mm -hmm. often i'm not in the mood to do that sorry (laughs) um but you know to be honest i'm okay with that because i hate that awkwardness so i always do try to break the ice and i know you're the same But, you know, while we do this, we're also expected to look good.
0: Oh, my gosh, the pressure to look good, especially as a young woman. Did
1: you wear makeup on your first day to
0: school? Of course I wore makeup on my first day to school. (laughs) Those (laughs)
1: first impressions count. Exactly. But they shouldn't have to.
0: No, they shouldn't. And it's strange. For me, I didn't even question wearing makeup on the first day of school. It was a given. You do your makeup, you do your hair. And I know that's the first thing people see about you. But, unfortunately, the first thing people... to judge you on shouldn't be your looks it should be how you perceive yourself your personality because you can tell that about a person but unfortunately as a young woman as a girl I still feel a lot of pressure to look perfect for my makeup to be just the right amount and to you know still be shiny and new and excited
1: you know what you just said just the right amount that's so mm-hmm. interesting because you know there is such a thing as too much makeup there apparently. Is. apparently and I mean we can get judged on how much we wear to school and exactly and how much exactly. we, wear how much we don't wear exactly and it's so difficult to get it right I guess. it is and I mean the second week of school I showed up with my hair in a bun with, <laughs> without any makeup and so people had the shock of their lives to see me <laughs> looking like that but I don't really care what people think about how I look exactly
0: and Maisie you know I am obsessed with drag race and drag queens I thought you were going to say you're obsessed with the way I look well I thought, that too
1: you. <laughs> I don't blame you (laughs) i am kidding
0: (laughs) but anyway because of my slight obsession i do find that even more difficult to balance because as fierce and amazing as they are sometimes i'm sat there and i'm like are people going to think i look like a drag queen and sometimes you need to think actually there is nothing wrong with that as long as you're happy in your skin that is fabulous but There's still a pressure for us to be happy in our skin, but to be happy as long as everyone else is happy.
1: I mean, I'd love to look like a drag
0: queen. I'm not sure about you. Who wouldn't? (laughs) If there are any drag queens listening, please Please. contact us. (laughs) please. (laughs) I might cry. (laughs) Anyway, back to the actual topic of the podcast. So another
1: everyday expectation of us is to perform well in every aspect. Definitely. So that does include the way we look, but also the way we act, the activities Mm -hmm. we take part in, and of course school. Yes, school. We're expected to perform so well. Our attainment is expected to be incredible. Yes. And... You know what? Sometimes it's not. No, it's okay to mess up on a test or to get a bad grade and we shouldn't let that define us as students or individuals Mm -hmm. and we shouldn't be expected to do great all of the time. Definitely.
0: Your worth is not defined by your grades Um, and I find personally in school, if someone gets a better mark on a test than me, I can be happy for them and I'm like, yeah, you go. Um, But you do sometimes get the comments of, oh, I can't believe I got better than Poppy. Yes. Yes.
1: I mean... You know Poppy and I we, we're we good in school yeah we we're, work we're, hard you know yeah we do work hard and we're proud to say that we're good students mm-hmm. that we succeed but I've had the exact same thing you know if someone gets a better mark than me it's almost like they've achieved something to do, ma- yes. to do better than Maisie and that that's quite upsetting to yeah. see I mean of course I'm happy for them but also you know there's no need to make a big deal out of exactly. it exactly you know, why
0: should I be expected to get 100% on something exactly because we're human too and this could sound like you know know two clever girls complaining but you know it's real and it does affect your emotions because a i don't want people feeling like you know i am the big competition you've got to beat poppy because it's a team when you're in a class with someone um but i also don't want to be in a position where i'm feeling bad for having a bad day because that is normal
1: yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we study different topics. Definitely. It's okay to be weaker at one thing than <laughs> another. I mean, biology, everybody knows I'm not great at learning about <laughs> the heart. But, you know, there are other topics that I really enjoy and that I I think I do really well in.
0: Exactly. And it was the same for me. To be completely honest, I was rubbish at French. Like, I tried my best. I had my Netflix set, for, to, set to French. I was, you know, revising 24 hours. Um but I still wasn't that great at it and I it's found... It's quite
1: sad that you had French Netflix.
0: Listen, RuPaul's Drag Race in French. <laughs> <laughs> Back to drag Back queens. to drag. <laughs> Please email. <laughs> Seriously, it might make a year. <laughs> um, and if you speak French, you know, I might not be able to communicate with you, but... <laughs> but yeah, and I found even struggling with French, people were surprised, which made me almost feel embarrassed to have a weakness, which isn't healthy. No, that is very
1: unhealthy. And Poppy, I'm sure your French is,
0: Très bien. Merci. (laughs) Um, And I also find, for a lot of you who don't know me, (laughs) um, I also run and I find that there's a lot of pressure for me to be the fastest runner in human history, you know, whilst still being great at school and whilst still writing a speech or public speaking. And that can be a lot because there's only so much training you can do whilst doing everything else. And I find that, you know, that pressure can build up and become quite overwhelming to the point that you can't really be be good at anything
1: unlike poppy i
0: am not <laughs> very
1: sporty um but you know in terms of doing a speech you know yeah. I, i've had people say you know well done everybody always congratulates <laughs> me and praises me on them but I know sometimes in myself that I haven't done as well as I could have done, and I feel like it is an expectation for me to perfectly yeah. execute a speech. When sometimes I may stumble, I may I may mess up, I may you know I may speak Welsh instead of English. <laughs> I can't tell you the amount of times I've picked up the phone and spoken Welsh to someone who I know only speaks English. <laughs> it, it's a struggle.
0: Absolutely awful.
1: <laughs> but you know that sort of expectation to do well in a speech is it's a lot of pressure. And it does add to that anxiety of doing a speech in the first
0: place (laughs) (laughs) it really does and I feel like this expectation comes from ourselves and from others you know and you Everyone needs to learn. It's okay to have a weakness, and it's okay not to be absolutely one hundred at everything. At the end of the day, believe it or not, we are all humans and not robots. It's so
1: true. I mean, one of my weaknesses is probably having high expectations of myself, and my teachers say it all the time. You know, you're too harsh on yourself. You You need to chill. Don't worry that you got ninety percent in (laughs) exam. You know, but it's difficult sometimes, and I feel like we've been raised like that by our parents too. You know, we we are expected to do well and I'm glad of that because I think if I hadn't been pushed all of my life I yeah. wouldn't be in this place
0: right now. You wouldn't be sat in my bedroom filming a podcast. <laughs> Damn I wish I was never pushed. <laughs> Charming. <laughs> As
1: students well in school we're always expected to have that sort of ambition aren't we we really are and I mean it's not always that straightforward I I don't know exactly where I want to be I mean what what do you want to do
0: to be honest with you I have a rough idea but I have absolutely no solid idea of where this path is going to take me I have no idea kind of what I'm definitely going to be doing at uni and whilst you know you can speculate you have no idea where life is going to take you so it's okay not to be completely certain because that's completely normal especially when you're 16.
1: Yeah I mean we mentioned earlier like (laughs) I said about that form where I said I wanted to do everything future. because you know what I haven't quite set those goals yet I know I'd like to go to university. I'd mm-hmm. like to get a degree and possibly study further and I know that I want a good job but defining yeah. a good job is difficult and at 16 I feel like it shouldn't be expected of us to to know the definition yet.
0: Definitely and for us personally and for other 16 year olds or young people there is a loss of expectation to know exactly what you want to do on your life with your life. For example even picking your GCSE options at the age of as young as 13 for some people these options do affect our university. To see you and they do affect potentially your future prospects so people always expect you to have an idea of what you can do which personally I think is quite ridiculous I know for sure that my idea of who I am and what I'm going to do when I grow up has changed significantly in the last three years
1: I can't tell you how many how many times I've changed my future plan <laughs> since choosing those options at GCSE. And I guess by choosing those, my limi- my options are kind of limited now. I mean, I chose triple science, computer <laughs> science and geography. So yes, geography is quite humanitarian, but I guess I didn't really choose one of the humanities, like yeah. history or RS. So I guess I am sort of limited now to a scientific field, which I'm perfectly fine with. <laughs> but I sometimes wonder, you know, what if I change my mind? Yeah, what, what if could I happen? fell out of love? with
0: science. <laughs> I'm such a <an> nerd. <laughs> <laughs> it is tricky, especially with A-levels. A-levels are made out to be such a make or break time in your life and that can put so much pressure on you. I was having a really interesting conversation with another friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Shock horror, guys. Um, And we were discussing how failure almost isn't an option and whilst of course it is, of course there are other paths you can take rather than university, but if you don't do well in year 12 and get the grades to even get an interview to some universities that can really knock someone back and really completely change the path of your life.
1: I've always felt like failure is not an option and Same. my school slogan actually is Paul and in <laughs> English every student will succeed and it took wow. me a while to sort of understand that but when it was explained I came to understand that that means that success can be defined as anything. Definitely. And success is different to every student. But until somebody told that, told me that, it, I found it quite... Intimidating. I, you know, yeah, and yeah. I thought, you know, what if I don't succeed? Are they going <laughs> to be angry at me? <laughs> well,
0: in that... my case, yeah, because I'm expected to succeed, actually. <laughs> exactly, and that is the way it is. And I think sometimes if you... For me personally, if I sat there and said to one of my teachers, my goal in life is just to be happy, then they would obviously respect that and they'd be like yeah you know we want everyone to be happy but they would also almost question well what happened to uni or what you know what does happy mean and i think there's such an expectation for us to be happy and to be living our best life but living it in the way that almost people want to see and people expect of us whether that may be to going to a russell group university or for volunteering with five charities or for having perfect hair and makeup you know there's so much expectation yeah and i
1: mean i I think our parents would be quite concerned if being happy was our <laughs> ultimate goal in Exactly!
0: Life.
1: <laughs> I'm Poppy. And I'm Maisie. And, and we, we are young, young female, female and opinionated. opinionated.